1: Good afternoon. Welcome back, Lori and Julia Show. My talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this uh, Hunt Day edition of the program. Thank you for having us. We're going to play a, a little game that they absolutely adore and love to play. That's right. That's you can never right. remember how it works, but we we're supposed
0: to answer an informal question. That we is, never, did, right. See, we you, never do. That's right. But we never do.
1: Well, no, you never do. But, okay, but you know, we'll try right, it anyway. We
0: haven't yet. All right,
1: today's yeah. the day. Today's okay. the day. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, well, movies is the category All right. that we're going to do today for you. I think a lot of these from the in the 2000s area. Okay, first one. This science fiction movie starring Tom Cruise. What is Minority Report? Oh, you didn't let me finish. I was going to say that. Okay. Julia gets a shot. That's this yeah, science fiction movie starring Tom Cruise was directed by Steven Spielberg.
3: Oh, I know this one. I, it was the one he jumped on the couch for. Um, um, yes. No, don't just hold don't, on. I know no. it. I know. I do too. <laughs> no, but I have the answer I, right now. No, I can but say so it. So what? You already you, said my report and threw me off. Ding, ding, um, ding. No, you can't we make, don't make get noises. Another chance, you can't. Okay, well, th- say it. Oh, come on. Come this one I really know. I totally know this one, too. But you can't.
0: Are you going to concede? Let me yeah. have a point. Steven
3: Spielberg, Spielberg was in a fight with him because all he'd do is talk about mm. Katie Holmes. That's
0: right. The movie was called War of the Worlds. Yeah. That's right. War of the Worlds. Which
1: wasn't half bad, actually. It actually wasn't. Yeah, it, was, it was decent.
3: Minority Report was really good. Yeah, it
1: was. You were right about that. Okay. This 2005 movie, its tagline was... Hide your bridesmaids 2005 Hide your bridesmaids Bridesmaids? Yeah. No, it wasn't bridesmaids. It right. was bridesmaids. That's okay. <laughs> nope, nothing to do. The bridesmaids is not in the title.
3: Oh, The Hangover. The Hangover?
1: Nope. Um, no, 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 The Wedding Crashers. Yo, what is The Wedding Crashers? Wedding Crashers.
0: Vince Vaughn and Butterscotch Stallion. Them. Oh, boy.
3: We have not seen Butterscotch Stallion. And...
0: Vince Vaughn just showed up I on um, so, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, yes. as did John Hamm. It's been really a Ooh. good season. Were they playing yes. themselves? Or? Well, John Hamm was playing a character who was in a play or a movie like a Larry David, and he was shadowing him and becoming him. And it, the whole thing was about Larry David <laughs> felt this one restaurant he goes to, puts the ugly people in one section and the beautiful people in the other.
1: It was just terrible. Oh. He's really been on fire this season.
3: It is
0: good. Yeah. Oh,
1: gosh. All right, here's All your right. next one. He played boxer Jim Braddock in Cinderella Man. Who's restaurant? Grow? Ooh, was that a time I did
0: it because I said, who is Russell Crowe? That's true. She did. Oh, Thank you, Donnie. So,
3: yeah,
1: I'm trying to so.
0: play the game. You just go... Hur, hur, hur. Oh,
3: I it who doesn't... Now, if you Cinderella said it faster Man, than me Crowe. and I said,
0: I said it, it right. faster. But
1: you did do it as a question.
0: mm mm-hmm. That so should be that action. should be like one of your little rule things. If we, I've tried, I know, but Donnie, but be more <laughs> serious and stern with us. Okay, so you what you're
1: saying is, if you yell out an answer and it's the right answer, but not in the form of a question, it doesn't count. Is Unless you both me? answer it that way. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's no, so many, with, so many rules. Now. Yeah,
0: we'll make them up as we go yeah, along. Apparently, that's exactly <laughs> we what we always do,
3: just like Uno. Monopoly, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. crazy eights, no right. eight on eights, except okay. for if, if it's my eight. All right, here we it's go. The last eight in my hand.
1: All right. Here's your next movie question. Lost in Translation took place in this. Japan, country. Tokyo. What is Tokyo? No, where is, what Tokyo? is Singapore? What is China? Okay. Well, wait. Julia yelled out the answer, but she didn't what, say what. What is
3: Japan? Where is
1: Japan? Where is it is Tokyo? Japan, but I don't know
0: who to give the point to. To me, because I said it first. She say it All first. right,
1: fine. Yeah, she hey, didn't say it. She didn't say it.
0: I that. really said it technically correct. You did, oh, and Tokyo. she didn't. Oh. No, Tokyo.
1: Okay, specifically Come. it was, yeah, but Japan was... But that's was, where the whole movie I know, is filmed.
0: I know. In Tokyo. Yes, I get it. You're not out in the bucolic countryside Japan. of
3: Hokkaido, or Okasawa, <laughs>
1: okay. or
0: Kyoto. Show yourself
3: off.
1: Showing I'm showing her Japanese She's showing her Japanese
3: chaps yeah. off. You live there. All
1: right, well, Julie got the point. Yeah, you got a point. Okay, Jay. here You're we go. I'm going to skunk you. Oh, thanks.
3: That's so big of you.
1: This movie was, by, was based on the life of NFL player Michael Ower.
3: What is the concussion? What, concussion? what is the blind
1: side. Yeah, blind side oh. for Lori, the blind side. Yes.
0: Sandra Bullock won an Oscar for okay. it and two days later found out that her, her Jesse boyfriend, husband
3: James, had been doing it to bombshell McGee. Uh huh. Yeah, right. And they would adopted a child like two weeks prior. Yeah.
1: Here we go. The next okay, one. There we
3: go. We're just filling in, in the, the gossip. Point. No, that's fine.
1: That's quite all right. This name appeared on the fake ID in Superbad. Oh, um, it was I've got a-, a big dick. No, what is uh Mc- Julia.
3: Yeah. Dick of off. No, 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 Julia, was stop. It? Wasn't it something like no. that? Who Mc- is McGlovin?
0: Mc- yes, McGlovin. All right.
1: Jeez. McGlovin. What are you over there <laughs> I with I your that- mouth? Stop, I mean, that- stop. No, stop. it's
0: McGlovin. McGlovin
1: was his, That's what he put on his fake ID. So close. Not even. <laughs>
0: That was a wipeout. Six. to <laughs> yeah, no, nothing i oh, and I'm letting glad. you get that oh, no, there's one. One more. Wow.
1: Okay. Oh, we're going to oh, do one more. So
3: nice, okay. Boy, you're Here we a go.
1: Giver. 2000s movies in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. She played Jim Carrey's lover. Who is Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet, <laughs> Winslet is right. Really, really oh, there, there there. Wow. You were, there was blue. 6 to 1.
0: Yep. Didn't Smackdown. even get a chance. Uh, that would be seven. No, it was no, only six. No, you, you got only six, ever get seven. Got
1: one. Oh. That's right. six to one. That's a wow.
3: Beatdown. Well, a, all right. How do I feel about it? Just well, fine. You were in sick bait. <laughs> Just I I have no problems with losing yeah but
0: you were in sick bay it takes you know when you have been sick for a day or two staying home having your mind just wander around and you're kind of bored but then you watch something and you feel kind of good about yo i'm napping i'm sleeping you
3: know but then then (laughs) after a while you get bored with it oh i cleaned out cabinets yeah Yeah. please
0: i feel like i'm gonna have to clean out cabinets I,
3: i cleaned out cabinet no we're gonna be doing a lot of cleaning News on gleaning in the in the dirt alert or whatever I do next. The random report.
0: Are, is that what you're promising us? Promise. Okay, we'll be right back.
3: This is the Lori and Julia Show with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. ever noticed that. You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And
1: now, Julia's random thoughts.
3: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Hey everybody, that's our call, Lori. All right, so the update on cleaning, which you, um, I said I was doing yesterday, and I think we're going to be doing some cleaning with our, some extra travel time, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe, uh, maybe staying home a little bit yeah. more, a little fall nesting in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here is um, how many years of your life do you think you're going to spend on cleaning?
1: Mm, too many. You less, like it
0: Donnie. less less now than before I had a cleaning lady, which is relatively new in my life. Yes. Only like in the last four years.
3: Yeah, I already went through that phase. I've come out the other side. Successfully. Successfully.
0: <laughs>
3: but I mean Gosh, I don't, do I miss
0: it? I don't oh. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I really clean when I come home from a trip. That's when I I clean a lot. I really put on the rubber gloves and just start going around my house to Cinderella myself back into
3: reality. Well, there, there, I don't know. There is a study that says you'll spend around two years of your life cleaning 120 days of your life doing general cleaning, picking up around the house, vacuuming another 60, cleaning the bathrooms, um, 600. They're including washing dishes. 640 days doing the dishes who washes dishes i do a lot of the time you do pots and pans yeah i mm-hmm. don't want to put in the dishwasher my dishwasher is having an interesting it's in an interesting phase not working
0: <laughs> well what is that getting no clean not well, getting leaving
3: <laughs> residue well, it's just <laughs> no water I, i'm in a you know i moved into this little uh townhouse that i had <laughs> inspected and everything was perfect but it's not. Well, I've already oh, had to replace a hot water okay. filter. I've replaced part of a furnace. I've replaced, ai have a new water softener. I have all new windows. Oh, Lord. Um. Yeah, but whatever. Okay. I digress. Yeah. yeah. But my dishwasher forgot to empty out the soap a couple times. Build up? Oh. Well, the soap just stays in the container and doesn't get on the dishes. Oh. So you have to run it again. I want little Schneider to come over.
0: Yeah, you should. He's magic with dishwasher. Because dishwashers. Mine, he, he knows where my all brother, the
1: hoses go, and he
0: gets down him. underneath, and he knows the
3: plumbing
1: yeah. aspect I need, of
3: it. I need him to come over.
0: The little
1: door isn't being tripped, you know, where well, the pot is. Well, it isn't being
3: tripped, but then when it does Well, you trip, know what does happen, though? Those
0: little ball sacks of dishwasher. I don't use
3: I will never use those. Because the, the buildup of the...
0: Bo- of that, plastic. whatever the plastic is bad for your dishwasher.
1: Okay, I've never the used dishwasher.
0: Those. People don't want to tell us this; they're in cahoots with Cascade <laughs> of and the Tide Pod people. The Tide, <laughs> that, that has a better chance of melting and everything. And I'll tell you why: because of the chug 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 churn, there's more. Sure, but who wants to put
3: more plastic in the earth?
1: True. Yeah.
3: I just pour in the dish soap.
0: Just
1: the powder you pour. In.
3: I do. powder. The powder is better for your dishwasher. Yeah, I I, I've done it, but anyway, it's just it's leaving its own little surprises. Mm. You know, so you've got dirty dishes at home. You've got well, a that, film. I wash them. Okay, by hand. And so anyway, it's
0: you. I mean, unless you're having a dinner party,
3: it's amazing how many glasses you can go through and like. 48 hours. It blows me away sometimes. I know. It, thank you for pointing out. It is just me. Yeah, but I mean, uh-huh. I'm just saying. It's just Julia. She's like, so I partner. always Hello. ask Casey, like, when no, I was gone, did you, you run the dishwasher while I was uh-huh. gone?
0: Oh, I didn't have to run it, it until you. yesterday, you know, because just, it's just him at all. Yeah, oh, great, yeah, it's, it's just
3: me. Okay, so anyway, people, um, 2% of people go more than a month without cleaning their bathroom. Yuck. <gasps> Yuck!
0: Anyway. Well, I wouldn't be so judgy about that. Serious? Just don't share your bathroom towel with your partner. Ninety percent of bathroom towels have a little mm. matter on them that you yeah. would not want to be trading with
1: people. I just covered that yesterday.
0: Serious? What did are you, you even ever, talking about? Did you ever? Would you and uh, have you ever shared? Always. A bath towel with always. your guy. With Bill, always.
1: Really? Yes.
0: Yeah. Ooh. 90% of uh, bath towels have fecal material on them, which is why you should never, ever, well, ever I share. Well, I think
3: it was like, if we were showering at the same time, we'd have two different towels. Okay. You know, but, but then, if if we're showering, like he... See, Casey and I have our own... I guess we had two separate bath towels. I don't know. No. I, that never has bothered me, though.
1: Well... Maybe it will know. Maybe it well, will now know. that you, you told me that. Yeah. Isn't that what
3: toilet paper's
0: for? <laughs> well, it is, but people are still wiping all their cracks clean. <laughs> isn't that a w-
3: And I mean, you, you know gotta what's going to come back? You want to know what's going to come back in vogue? What? And I thought of this when we were in Vegas because I'm so sick of how much plastic people use to get you a bar of soap all the gel stuff out there, mm-hmm. which is just another plastic damn bottle that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Just a bar of soap is a bar of soap is a bar of soap. It's wrapped the in paper. Yes.
0: You gave us nice bars of soap.
3: Right, but they also had the gel cleaner. Oh, yeah. And I thought what's going to come back in vogue is I eat a washcloth, a yes. bar of soap. Yes. You know, I people... Bar of soap. right? Bar soap gets all your crevices clean. Yes, it does. And so does a, a way, washcloth.
0: Yes, in a way that, you know, the liquid uh, it doesn't. doesn't get you clean.
3: The, but don't ever leave a little pubic hair on it and be yeah. renting from someone. It doesn't go over well. No. Don't you remember when I shared a room? The room with the view? Oh. And Asiola? Yeah. I paid hundred dollars a month, and I was in college. Yeah, and I accidentally. This, this is l- before. This was before oh, we went to Brazil.
0: Left. Yeah, this before
3: we were doing extreme grooming. <laughs>
1: That's a euphemism, folks. This is before we went to Brazil.
3: Why? Oh, and then there's nothing more disgusting, and there's than nothing seeing more embarrassing, and yeah. when that circles back around to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> My mom oh, was Larry. so <laughs>
0: appalled that you would leave a curly yeah. on,
3: on the dove. <laughs> the, no, it's or the bar tone. No, you know the one that's really <laughs> moisturous, uh, the, the camé the okay, came. the pink one, yeah, the pink. Yeah. I mean, because that just like you hold it in your hand and it dissolves. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well there, okay.
2: there's a little wow. soap.
3: <laughs> that was soap on the rope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you gonna get married this year? How much do you think a wedding's gonna cost you? Too much. Well, you know, maybe this year with coronavirus, it won't cost as much. And I thought of that with the crowds in Vegas and stuff. Like, if people... What if you were getting married this weekend somewhere and had a destination wedding?
0: Yeah. Would you still go? I mean, it all depends on where you're going. Yes, if I were like the bride and groom. Yes. You know, I mean, maybe... I don't know. It all just depends on who's traveling. Yes. You know, I'd still go.
3: Boy, there's going to be so much judgment around a buffet table, even though they're closing them down. But if anyone doesn't use a tong, doesn't use a spoon, just goes and grabs if they double. I mean, do, can you imagine the Julia, shame? you have always, always had it.
0: Hated. Buffets and mass people using those things. I've never touched those things. I have always picked up a thing. Have.
3: No, I. It just gives me because it, I know it has. Yeah, the so It gives me so the you're fine. But for a lot of other people, who they never are not thought as about. Grossed about it. out as you. Yeah, I know. I'm easily. I mean, you're easily grossed out. <laughs> You've, you know, when you change a couple poopy booby diapers, you've just, you've right. nothing matters anymore. <laughs> right. So it's kind of oh, like, sure. yeah. don't you think, Danny? Oh, yeah. I've never, cares? I've never if if
1: changed you a blowout.
3: Yeah. Never. You've never changed. A blowout. It's
0: especially now. a, oh, a diaper.
1: Oh, You've missed so much.
0: Yeah. A blowout <laughs> diaper. I never have because I never had my own kids. And when I babysat, I would have a vivid memory of that. I don't remember that. And I, maybe I'd change to blow up with my brother, but I doubt it. I think I would have let him sit in it until my mom I'm got sure home. I'm sure you would
3: have. I, I, I know my you. mom got home. I know you. my brother. I know.
0: What's Can a little diaper rash? A, what's a
3: little... Wow! <laughs> 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 Yo, you. I know she would have. I mean, like like <laughs> like I'm not doing that.
1: I'm not
3: doing that. $42,000. What? All right, here. A here, here yeah. That's average. According to minted <laughs> weddings... <laughs> Okay, that's what they would like people to spend, minted. I
0: guess you could. That's ridiculous to spend that much money. Well, 61% lots.
3: want an open bar. 48% would prefer a live band over a DJ, and those cost five, six, seven thousand dollars 6000 $7,000. 44% want to be dressed. I mean, a dress can set you back. People don't like the speeches going on too long. People that. want those to be ending. When you a lot, see the, uh, the 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 the
0: uh, maid of honor and the best man walk up with their notebooks, and you tell them like, to go, oh home. hell, no. go in the
3: closet and give us the Cliff Notes. Yeah, you should exchange them with each other.
0: Yeah, you want to keep it under. No, you
3: need to keep it down. I don't know. I know you don't care about this, but you might. How do you feel? Remember when guys used to always wear puka shells? The guy you were married to, my brother, was a puka shell, an Julia. OP, Ocean Pacific short guy. I loved a guy in a puka shell necklace. Yeah, they were big back then. In the 80s. In, in the late 70s, 70s, there was yeah, 70s. Late 70s. Yeah, late 70s, early 80s. Well, now men are go- switching it out and going straight to pearls. Oh, that's Harry wow. Styles. Yeah, it's Harry yeah, Styles. It's Harry Styles. It's Pharrell. Uh-huh. Um... How do you feel about Casey showing up in a little pearl with a nice little uh, Uh, ruby ensemble? You know, what did they call those things? I have. Clips or,
0: no, Casey would no more be seen in a blouse with pearls. No, he is
3: a flannel and t-shirt man. <laughs> Donnie's coming in tomorrow with pearls. Yeah, I I Maybe just a pearl ankle bracelet, that. Donnie. Yeah. Donnie, no, no, you can't pull off pearls. Darn.
0: Not without your size 14 pumps. I don't have a... My shoe size is
1: 11 and a half, I'll have you but know. But it's a
0: 14 in the ladies. Well, okay. Yeah. Oh,
3: you know. gosh. He's going to give... Yeah. Uh, Paris
0: is Hilton. the term
1: metrosexual still around? I
3: think it is. I
0: think it is. Harry
1: Styles is definitely, He's definitely a metrosexual. Oh,
3: definitely. Definitely. Okay.
0: All right, let's, let's see what's happening on the road. I know we've got a lot of traffic, according to the Star Tribune. We went up again this year. We're the 23rd busiest. 23rd. In the, 23rd in the nation. Yep. All
2: right, uh, let's start near Lauderdale, 94 eastbound across from Highway 280 to Marshall Avenue. In Plymouth, 494 northbound across from Kenny Road 6. To right around the Highway 55 near Hastings 61. Watch out for a crash by 198th Street in Lakeland 94 westbound, a stalled vehicle blocking, a lane that's happening by Highway 95 in the Wisconsin State Line. And near St. Paul 35E northbound, a crash from Pennsylvania Avenue to Maryland Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast cloudy tonight, 41. Morning showers tomorrow, about a 50% chance of that happening with a high of 45. Sun back Friday with a high of 37. Right now, 42, and partly cloudy. These people you hear talking everything
3: entertainment are Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071.
1: Even if I scandalize-
2: Hey everybody.
0: Thanks for hanging out today. Well, uh, this is a good day to talk about a good new book to yes, cozy up and stay uh, at home with. Uh, we have Simone St. James with us, and she's a best-selling author. Maybe you read her book, The Broken Girls, but the first book we've read of yours is The Sundown Motel, and Kathleen West recommended your book to us, so thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you. Um, that was very, very kind of her. It was very sweet. Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, so, Simone,
0: the Sundown Motel is really good and creepy, and it was just, oh, man, it was a delight to read, and I really like your ghost story.
2: I, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you found it creepy. I did. <laughs> I, re- I really
0: did. So, give. how would you describe the Sundown Motel?
2: Oh, the plot? I don't want to give too much Okay, away. Don't, don't give too, too much. Bit. Just a little bit okay um it's uh it takes place in two timelines uh 1983 and then present day and um in 1983 a young woman in upstate new york is working a night shift as a night clerk in a rundown old roadside motel and she goes into her shift and in the middle of the night she vanishes and is never seen again and then um 30 years later her niece decides that she's going to solve the family mystery, and she goes back to the town where her aunt disappeared, and she takes a job at the motel as a night clerk. And uh, she starts digging into what really happened and all the ghosts that are in that motel.
0: Oh, oh my God. Uh, where did you come? I mean, because, like, even in, like, Minneapolis, St. Paul, we still, and up, like, up north and stuff, we'll see, you'll go by these little small motels and they're always like L shape or T shape and you wonder wonder what the story I mean how, what what's happened there it's in a remote place mean right. did you how did you get the idea for this story?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've always done that too. And um, we still have those mo- types of motels here in Canada, and uh, I drive by them and I think, god, like, you know, all those years it's been there. What kind of stories could it tell? What's happened in that place? And why is it why is it still here? Like, yeah. how does it stay in business? And it must be kind of lonely and there and they, do they have a lot of customers? I have all those kinds of questions. So, that was kind of part of the germ of the story. And then um, I when I was uh, in my early 20s, um, I had a job where I, it wasn't in a motel, but I had a job where I worked nights And um, night shifts is, is like, it's a really strange, lonely kind of creepy thing to work. And, and, you know, you're sort of out of sync with the rest of the world. Like, you're wide awake at 3 in the morning when everyone else is asleep and... You know, so I just kind of mix those two things together because I've always I always found the night shift to be kind of a weird sort of lonely thing. So I thought I wondered what it would be like to work night shift at a motel. And it kind of went from there.
3: Do you, if you're just joining us, the book is The Sundown Motel. We're talking with Simone St. James. Did you do practice any of that? Like, do you write at night or anything to give yourself the creep
2: vibe? No, actually, I never write at night. Uh I write during the day only actually uh, now that I think about it. Um but I do I do like to watch like I watch scary things at night and I like to read thrillers that's what I do in the evening. But writing I we tend to do in the day. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you know it's it's kind of like I mean both you and I we really like um you know thrillers and you know um uh, I don't know. That's kind Just, of a genre yes. that we really like. And also we're kind of fascinated with stories because the thing about the sundown motel is that it reads like it could be real, like all the disappearances that right. happened in this small town. Mm-hmm that nobody connected, you couldn't really figure out, like it feels like it's based on a true story, even though I know it's your fictional novel, but we read about crimes like this whether we like crime podcasts or whatever I mean, was that part of the thing too for you?
2: you Yeah, I mean it is definitely a fictional story, but I I am a huge true crime junkie I listen to all the podcasts, Mm -hmm. I've read a lot of true crime books, and and, um, so I just kind of wanted to mix that sort of flavor in, like the flavor of reading something that's true crime without actually, you know, it being a true crime. So right. I kind of wanted to make up my own sort of case that had a bit of a true crime flavor to it for all of us, all of us, and there are a lot of us yeah. who, love to, who love to read and watch true crime. Um, I, there's just a lot of us, so I wanted to mix that in. And I love
0: your characters, the women characters, Elma and Marnie and Viv and Carly, Carly, of course, the two. but I mean, I really like the... Picture that you painted them like Elma being a small town deputy, working nights, mm-hmm. woman, and the early. I mean, I just uh, the richness of all of that storytelling was really terrific.
2: Yeah, I just um, I, when I went, I had the you know the ideas for Viv and Carly, and I was putting the story together. And I thought, well, if there's going to be a small town with murders, so at some point there's going to be a character that's a cop, right? Right. So at some point there's going to be a cop showing up in the story, and then I just thought, well, what if just the cop was a woman? And then I thought, well. What if there's another character who's a little bit like a private detective kind of character? Well what if that was a woman? Like what if it's kinda of like an all girl cast, you know? Yeah. So to me that just was the most interesting way to write it and those characters just came right off the page, so I just went with it. It was really fun to write. Yeah, I how, like, it.
3: how long does something like this take you? How long did this book, The Sundown Motel, take Simone to write?
2: Um, well the writing was about a year and then there was then it goes to my editor and we do a whole bunch of revisions for a few months after that. So I would say all in like 14 15 months uh for Jeez. the whole for the whole thing.
3: And the yeah. cover is just the best. We are cover people. Oh yeah, that is a really The cover good is one. the best. Yeah.
2: So it's gorgeous. Yeah, it, it, I love it, it. It is. Is that a real motel? Uh no, you know? I don't think so. It um okay. my publisher uh put that cover together and I think their art department uses like stock photos and okay. I think they kind of layer stuff in from different stock photos, but um um, I love it. They showed me that cover, and I was just in love with it from the first time they yeah. showed it to me. It, it's been great. It's yeah. going
0: to make it um, maybe easier to sell it to Hollywood for your series. Now uh, You know, your series, it's going to be on Hulu or Netflix.
2: Yeah, fingers <laughs> crossed. You never know.
3: Do you think, Simone, so, you know, you're, you're obsessed with true crime. You write these yeah. great books about crime. Do you ever want to, like be an investigator or anything like that? Like, like, like if you like ever gone to a, a, murder, a
0: murderino convention or whatever they call them? <laughs>
3: well, I know that's I, a you, dumb you, question, but I'm curious.
2: No, honestly, I, I wouldn't have the guts to be a real, like, cop or investigator because mm-hmm. I, like, in real life, I don't, like, confrontation or I would never go into a dark place where there was like maybe somebody's scary in there. Like there's no way I would do it. So I get to explore that on the page instead Mm -hmm. of actually having to put myself at risk in real life. (laughs) It's fun.
3: It's,
0: yeah. Yeah, do, um. Because I'm I'm just thinking of like, we have an author that lives here in the Twin Cities, Wendy Webb.
2: Oh yeah, Wendy. Yeah, Wendy, do you know, know Wendy? Oh yeah, I, I've met her online, and I've, of course, I've read her books because she writes ghost stories. Oh yeah, she yeah. she's
0: right. she's just wonderful, and I really don't think we've had a, like we've read a good ghost story since uh on Crane*, the, the last book that Wendy Wendy had. A, and that, that was a couple of years, years ago because it's, and we were just real happy that we had Kathleen West on for *Minor*. Um, dramas and other catastrophes and we always ask authors what's the last great book you read and just right away she's like the sundown motel
3: so. <laughs> so we're gonna ask you that simone what's the last great book you read
2: um i just read an advanced copy of a book that's called uh darling rose gold oh. and uh it comes out i think might be even next week or the week we're after reading, we and have we, it we, we just got, got it today. today yeah yeah i read that one it is you guys it's really thrilling it's really really good Um, it's just, I won't give anything away. It's about a woman who, who, uh, her mother goes to prison for basically abusing her as a kid. And then that's like the first chapter. In the first chapter, the mother is getting out of prison, and now this young woman is an adult, Mm -hmm. and these two characters are going to. Go be face to face again, and what's yeah. going to happen? And then the whole book is like, how how is this going to play out? Like oh. you just can't put it down. All right, oh, now go, now we right. can tell
0: Simone that you're from Canada. Now we yes. recognize ourselves. How you said play and out, just oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how many? Well, books? I
2: can I can hear the Minnesota. Can act you hear you? it?
0: Can you hear it? Is the Sundown <laughs> Motel like your fourth or fifth book? Uh It's actually number. Seven. Number seven. Okay, because yeah. we need to read The Broken Girls. We need to yes. read some of your other books.
2: Yeah, my first few books I published were set... Actually, they're all ghost stories. Okay. But they're set in 1920s England. I started out writing in that era. Okay. And then um, and then I switched. I decided I wanted to write... Um, time period that was a little more contemporary and I wanted to write American-based stories. So uh, the, that's the Broken Girls in this one and okay. future books as well, yeah.
0: All right, well, I, we're Broken Girls, we're going to read it next. And we I do think that uh, The Sundown Motel would be like a nice little eight or 10-part miniseries, you know?
2: Like, yeah, so do I. I. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> I, I really do.
0: We just finished watching The Outsiders based on the Stephen King book and that was on HBO and it was like I don't know. Was it 10 episodes, Donnie? Eight. Eight episodes. It was so good. It just followed the yeah. book. I could totally see this.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I could see it too. So maybe you never know. Fingers crossed. All right. I well, hope they're
0: shopping. And it. it was wonderful to meet yes. you. And, uh, I hope we have you on again, and it seems like you're just going to keep writing great stories. So, thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me, and thanks to Kathleen if she's listening for suggesting me because that was very sweet of her.
3: All right, thank you.
0: Thank
2: you. Have a
3: good day. The book thank is you, the, you too. Okay. thanks. The book is the Sundown Motel by Simone St. James. I love her name, Simone St. James. It's so fabulous. It's such a good. Ask her. Ask
0: Simone if it's oh, she just hung up. That is that's a her good stage name. name. That's Simone St. James. Her known diploma no, for writing probably not. I
1: don't think it is, because I, I looked her up, and she's, I, I don't think that I think that It's a, a great name. name. It, it really is. Hello, I knew
0: Simone knew, St.
3: James. I knew
0: she knew Wendy Webb.
3: Yes. Yeah, because yes.
0: Wendy, you know, we haven't right. heard from you. All right, listen. We have a
3: couple copies yes, we to did. give away. Give us a
0: yeah. buzz. 651-641-1071, and we come back. Uh, Elon Musk dragged somebody on Twitter, and uh, we are going to Hollywood speak it.
3: Listen wherever you are, whenever you want, with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at mytalk1071.com. Keyword app.
1: So, what are you trying to say?
3: Hollywood,
2: Hollywood's
1: begin. What is the meaning of this?
3: All right, Lorene.
0: Okay, so Elon Musk. uh, Yesterday, we learned that Coachella 2020.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Quickly, and uh, well, let me tell you, there's one person who seemed to be very glad Coachella was uh, postponed. And, you know, he's having a baby with Grimes.
3: Yes, Elon okay? Musk. Elon okay. Musk, Tesla. Mm-hmm.
0: Here's what he tweeted. Coachella should postpone itself until it stops sucking. Oh, that's harsh.
3: That's hysterical. <laughs> that's hysterical. <Wow. laughs> it is. Hey. That's hysterical. Okay,
0: so that would have been just the good mic drop yeah. Yeah. tweet. Okay, but of course, he he's e Elon what? Musk. Uh, he responds to somebody oh. who brings up something to him. Don't respond. And he said, his response was, Too much corporate sponsorship killed the vibe. Talking about Coachella. Mm -hmm.
3: Someone said that or Elon Musk said that.
0: Elon Musk. Yes. So when the billionaire king of Tesla cited corporate sponsorship as the reason Coachella sucked, people's eyeballs rolled back to their head because Jaden Smith, just a couple years ago, performed on a tesla model x where they dangled the car up above mm-hmm. in the crowd and tesla was a big corporate well you know that he's a big, yeah.
3: i'm sure he's going to say that too about burning man i mean it's kind of like the really really rich you're miss, guy you're missing no i point. know that he sponsors it Lori. no but he sponsored he had know, a thing
0: there okay just,
3: but i'm just saying he's probably just having a wet fart moment where he forgot that he sponsored it and thinking all the cool stuff has been spoiled by the mainstream people. Yeah. I used to be the, just ultra rich and I was at Burning Man when no one was there and I was at Coachella when no one was there. Right. And then all these corporations came in and oh, I'm one of them too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you right. know what I
0: mean? I just, he shoved it yes. there because no, we totally. wouldn't even have remembered it. Although I guess people would have just could have done it. But I, I like, I did, I did, I was just like, oh, that's pretty good, Bernie, long. Yeah.
1: Just he's gotten
0: in twitter trouble before yeah, yeah. Oh, no, here's um,
3: a- like um major oh, uh, for yeah. his company
0: that's right fraud uh
3: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> oops mm-hmm. um let's see now this is a headline you don't read every day okay do you know what s n c t m is
3: S N C. sanctum what? oh we've talked about yes, it yes we have it's some sort of a sex cult
0: Party, club, oh, the uh, party. club the party, the sex club in L.A. and New York. The okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Bill Mars supposedly has been a member, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh-huh. very discreet. You have to, like, have...
3: Be invited on a double top secret list. Way harder
0: to get in the Sanctum than it is in Raya. No, <laughs> okay. I think but, so. Which they, one do you want to be in? So, two days ago, Sanctum in New York and L.A. vowed to have their big spring fling parties that they were having this weekend that they vowed not to pull out of their, you know, fancy, yeah, rich orgy parties. <laughs> right. Oh, <know>, sorry, Donna. <laughs> Guess what? They they, did. They've canceled their, they call it a masquerade.
3: Oh, sure. This, we saw this in Eyes Wide Shut. Yes. With Tom Cruise and um, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know yeah, what the yeah, thing sure. that bugged me
0: about that, that would probably bug me about Sanctum? Why is it that the women are always completely almost undressed with nothing but a mask on or a little something? And the guys are walking around in suits. That's right. That's,
3: okay. That's true. I want naked on both sides.
0: Jeez Louise. Anyway. They're, they're, I
3: think that has been going on for a very long time. Well, I know. But I, it'd just be nice it. to see the men without the shirts. Yeah. True. It was just I like agree.
0: during The Bachelor last night when, um, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Harrison said, well, you know, Peter, when, when you and Hannah broke up, and I'm like, no, Hannah dumped his ass. Yep. Hannah dumped him. There was no mutual breaking up. Of that course. guy, oh, he is a like, he was like. like His parents were awful, though. I know, but it mother. makes him look awful, Well, it makes too. him look,
3: well, of course. I can't. Well. His
0: mother was eye rolling him I, th- last night. And siding with the girl who was dumping him. And she was calling him out. But Peter is the way he is because of his helicopter domineering mother who feels like she can weigh in on her 28-year-old husband's or son's romantic life. That's
3: shocking to me.
0: What did she say? You have
1: to fail to succeed.
3: Oh, you have to fail su- to succeed.
0: Bennett.
1: Nice. Nice for a mother to say that.
3: I was well, texting my I... son during this whole thing <laughs> yeah. saying, I promise I won't be that crazy. <laughs> oh my <laughs> when gosh. When you get engaged, he's like, Mom, you already have that. Yeah. You already have that. Yeah. Oh. You, you
0: cannot get attached to, to girlfriends no. or boyfriends. Until they're in the... Uh, until... But even,
3: she doesn't even know no, them. No, no, I know Bring that. But home. she was
0: like so, uh, she's so. Attached to her son's love life, it's just so strange, mm-hmm. anyway. Okay, so if, life. if you're going to the LA masquerade or the New York masquerade and you're a fancy member of Sanctum, you're pulling out.
3: You are, yeah, okay. I think Colbert is gonna go um, without a crowd tonight. Stephen Colbert says the- my album, yeah, yeah, in New York. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, yep, okay. All right, now here you go, um, yeah. It's just, yeah, social distancing, and then over there in, uh, the Senate Republicans just blocked an emergency bill to give people sick leave who are affected by the coronavirus. So Hollywood speak that. Now they'll just make more people sick, because people will go to work sick.
1: I don't know what to say. Yeah.
0: Okay. Here, let's move to Aaron Paul. We love him so much, you know, from Breaking oh, Bad. Yes. He had his Breaking Bad movie. He's got a new interview in Houte Living, and he's in Westworld. yes. Yeah, right. he's in Westworld. So, yeah. he remember how nice we oh, loved him on the, loved, the red carpet, he, and we he, met him right when he right met when his he, wife, yep, Lauren. Yep.
3: and, and they we s- talked
0: to them at the People Magazine party. So and happy,
3: so happy it was so. Anyway, it's our first time where you take a picture of us. Yes, he had us take a picture of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is what he
0: says about you know he just be I think they have like maybe a one year old and or two year old like, excuse me named Story. That's oh, what a daughter. cute name. Okay, and here's what he said. He says, calling being a dad the closest thing to magic. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, you know, Kristen Bell told um, a story that Jason Bateman, when she was she and Dak were wondering about having kids, mm-hmm. and she's a big dog lover, and Jason Bateman said, well, imagine if your dog stood up on, high, have- on hind legs and said, I love you. Oh. That's what it's like having kids. Oh. <laughs> oh, that Jason Bateman. <laughs> oh, That's a pretty good...
3: That is the best quote ever. Isn't that cute? Oh, and oh, I like
0: Aaron, the closest thing to magic. He's so promoting sweet. season three of West,
1: Westworld, is just Westworld, coming
3: Westworld, did it get any better after I the dropped, beginning? I dropped
1: too. I dropped after the first oh, season. Man. Holly and I are hanging in there. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's back
1: this weekend.
3: Yeah. It just
0: because I'm not too sci-fi, is no, what I we really not I'm not. I girl, no.
3: Okay, I can go sci-fi light. Yep. Yeah. You know
1: what would be an example of sci-fi well, and light?
3: I even the one that we tried <laughs> to watch with the old Matt from well, um, Stranger Things is sci-fi but light, but, dropped light. but we that. dropped out of that. The Lock and key is, is kind of
0: sci-fi. sci-fi? No,
3: Who's yeah, do we do you, do? you watch that?
0: Yeah, just joking. Yeah, I watch light sci-fi. Light I, sci-fi. I, oh, yeah, okay. I, I can't think of it right now, but well, like you know. Riverdale is kind of sci-fi. Yeah. You got to spend a what? lot of disbelief. <laughs>
3: well, it's it I just has
1: think a that's lot the of... definition of sci-fi. Well, but... what the heck? If you okay. like fi-
3: sci-fi,
0: light, no. sci-fi
1: all right, we'll go with that. I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah. one.
3: I get
0: it. There's a lot of you know well, mermaids. Mermaid. My Siren show is light sci-fi. It is. I'll give it to you. You know, E. T. Is light sci-fi.
3: Oh,
1: yes, definitely. Like that.
3: <laughs> no, nothing too. Ooh. Encounters, close encounters of the third kind. That's good.
0: That's
1: definitely
3: two
0: thousand and one like. Space Odyssey. Bad. I never saw that. I never, he, he, he don't bother. Ever. Okay. Like ever. Anyway, and this is what he says about uh Lauren. Oh he's His wife. so cute. Okay. He just he is so so cute. He gushes about her. And um what does he say? Oh uh she's She's so um, she's so
3: her. amazing. I'm gushing.
0: I'm gushing. She,
3: if you thought your ch- being a dad was magical, she's magic twice. Okay, Joe
0: Joe Judice is strolling down the empty streets of Italy, the little town he's living, ranting about stupid coronavirus and telling people that Viagra is more deadly. <laughs>
3: Okay. It just makes him sound like more of a guido than he already is. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he is such a goomba. If and I'm you, Italian, so I can throw that out yeah. there. I mean, I know that's bad, his but I just last
0: okay, the the finale of the Real House Race of New Jersey yes. was last week. And Teresa took the kids to because you know, Joe went we saw from the Ice Ice back to this village where his family was from. Right. He was such a dink to her. Yeah. He was such a ding to and her. And
3: she stood by him. She,
0: five years, she's been paying his legal fees. Oh. He's, he said to her, he goes, She goes, what about, you know, I went to jail for you? Right, know, for you. For you, and I lost a year with my mom. And he goes, That is what it is. The past is the past. Oh. And I just thought, Oh, brother, this guy doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. That all. Yeah. all right, listen, we will be back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar.